Hi everyone, welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Sal, and I'm here with my co-host, Cruz. So, this week we're going to be talking about three uh, animes. One is a movie, two of them are on Netflix, and the first one up is Monster Hunter Guilds of Legends? Legends of the Guild? Something like that. Something like that. It's a Monster Hunter movie. It is 58 minutes long. If you're a big Monster Hunter fan, I'm going to say this right off the bat. The you'll enjoy it for what it is, but I didn't like it as a movie. I overall it was good. This takes place after Monster or Monster Hunter Four in that time period of Monster Hunter Four, but not World yet. They're going to Monster Hunter World, yeah, because they bring up the Fifth Fleet, and there's a lot of nods to Monster Hunter Four Ultimate. Well, am I mistaken in my when I was when I was watching it? In my assumption that the boat that they're, the ship that they're on at the beginning, when he's like, let me tell you my story. Yeah. Is that the intro to World? I want to say that is the okay. intro to World. Okay. Because I was, I was wondering, like, this this looks like the beginning of World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you see the ace cadet, which mm-hmm. is the main character, Aiden, in this one, which I'm pretty sure is Prince Zuko from Avatar, but I've been too lazy to look into it. But, uh. Yeah, it it this this takes place after four ultimate going into world and overall as a monster Hunter movie I enjoyed it but as a movie itself I did not like it all I thought the animations were good at best. It reminds me of the um, How to Train Your Dragon TV show. So like personally, as somebody who's like yeah I've played Monster Hunter before, um, the only one or the the last one that I've actually like played to the end I believe was Try. For the Wii. Mm-hmm. So it's been a bit. I'm not like super huge into it. But like I could understand this being for somebody who is into Monster Hunter and also has a kid. Yeah. Like, this definitely. It's got that vibe. It, the production to me feels like Nickelodeon Disney Channel. Yeah. Budget and animations and quality. But yeah, I, I agree with you said. This is definitely for someone who is a like a. A hardcore fan like I am and a more of a newer fan for most people who started out with Monster Hunter World yeah. being their first Monster Hunter. I did like the monsters they showed. They were, they were kind of weak, though. You know, the, the yeah. all they showed was a Philosodrome, which is the beginning monster. It's the, it's the punching bag monster. I did like that um, they, they, did, they did do some nods to, like, the play... Of yeah. The game. Because during that initial fight, right, he thinks he's going after the uh, um God, what's the monster that he thinks he's going after, but ends up being the, attacked by a different one? Yeah, the he's he thinks that they're they're velociraptors, like the little yeah. guys. Yeah, um when he gets attacked by the the reptile thingy. The velocidrome? That yes, that's what it's called. Um he's just rolling all over the place during that. He's like, let me roll over here. Let me roll over here. Let me roll over here. And it just reminded me of uh, watching the Monster Hunter uh, tournament thingy at, I think it was like Crunchyroll or Fanime or something. And like the way everybody was playing was just like, I'm going to just dodge. Just never stop doing that ever. And then I'll hit like once and then dodge yeah. a whole bunch. Well, it depends on the, the weapon that you use. If you yeah. use a greatsword, then that's how you play because that's how I have to play. Yeah. But... uh. It, it I did like how they they show you that in the Monster Hunter world, not everyone's a superhero. Cause yeah, I know that there is some like 
lore to it where they kind of hint at that maybe the hunters are like superhuman, like they're enhanced like Spartans, but yeah. this movie kind of makes it seem like that's not the case. But then at the same time, kind of because near the end of the movie, the girl with the butterfly outfit, May, is picking up this big ass ballista. Like she's struggling, but it's still like a normal person couldn't pick that up. Yeah, but, like, the main character for, uh, you know, they do that little comical thing where he's going after the Palico dude. I forget what his name is. Nox. He's holding, Yeah, he's holding the big old, like, it's just like a stone hammer mm-hmm. where, like, the actual, like, handle of it is really thin and really short. And they do show that he's, like, struggling a little bit with it, but he's, like, overhead swinging this thing, like, repeatedly. Yeah. So it, it seems like maybe they just can, they're just, they're just stronger. Like, the base human is stronger in in monster hunter than an actual human yeah the other monster they showed off is the Kongalala, which is cool Th- that monster is also a easy one to beat up they had a little uh they had a little godzilla versus king kong fight right yeah, in the middle of it with the devil, joe. devil joe yeah and i did like how they threw in like who the fuck put teeth on a pickle because that's what everyone refers to devil yeah. joe as the lunastra fight did catch me off guard because it kills two people yeah. Like straight up murders. One guy just stopped existing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then May just gets eaten. Yeah, I was waiting for them to do that thingy, right? Where like something bad really, ha- like something really bad happens to a main character. And then, and then like, you know, like somebody gets eaten and then the thing dies. And then at the end of it, like they cut themselves out. Mm-hmm. Or uh, somebody gets like hit and then you're like, oh, they're gone. They're dead. But then they just like get up or, yeah. or come. But no, those people stayed dead. Yep. And they stayed dead. But uh, overall for the movie, like it's a good movie. If you're into Monster Hunter, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. If you're a fan of the games, then it's just kind of like, it's kind of cheesy. Yeah. No, for sure. And But it, it does very much feel like it was it was written with the idea that it would be kids watching it. And I mean, it is rated, think PG. Yeah. So, I, I, even though there's much deaths, like I think the only violent one is the guy who gets burned because you see him get lit up. Yeah. May just you just hear the crunch and you're mm-hmm. like, oh shit! Well, that's the end of that butterfly. Yeah. But oh. I mean, like, there have been kids movies that that are far worse than that. Yeah. There's like ants and bugs life. I was thinking more like labyrinth and the dark crystal. And no, ants is hella fucked up because that's ants is, yes. yeah, that's where they fight the roly polies and they're all getting melted. And there's like yeah. that scene from Star or is it Saving Pirate Ryan where the guy like goes and picks up his hand and he's just like, all oh, right, and then he walks off because one of the ants does that. Mm-hmm. But overall, I recommend the movie if you're a fan. I give it for me, it's a four. Like I watched it six out of ten just because it's Monster Hunter and I'm a big fan and I wanted to see like if they. If they do more of it, they should just yeah. do a TV show. Yeah. Even though the Ace Hunter Hella just felt like uh, Geralt from The Witcher. He, yeah, it very much felt like they they just went for Geralt, like, mm-hmm. in appearance and then also attitude. Yeah. Pretty much just Geralt. But um, I liked it. It was pretty short. It was mm-hmm. less than an hour. Yeah. It was like 50-something minutes. 58 minutes. And... uh. It just seems like a nice thing to watch with, like, you know, you're, you've got a kid or you're babysitting or you got, like, a little brother or something. Throw it on. We'll probably like it. Mm-hmm. So, moving on is Shaman King. This yeah. is also on Netflix, and this is a remake, a it's, remaster. It's a, no, it's a remake 
of the original Shaman King from like 2001, which is based off of a manga. Yeah. Uh, except there are in in season one so far that I've seen, uh, they're pretty they're pretty one to one. But I I do know that uh, once season two comes out, that's where you're gonna start seeing a difference because the original Shaman King anime was being produced at the same time the manga was. Yeah. And the anime caught up with the manga almost immediately. So, like, after season one, the anime is just different completely than the manga. And I believe with this one, the manga's been done for a while. It's just going to follow what yeah. what happens in the manga. Yeah, and this one, you can kind of tell this is from back in the day because the Super main hardcore. character, Yo... Yo, yeah. Looks fucking... Yo isn't the main character. He is? He's a secondary character. The main character is the kid with the bowl cut. Who, like, discovers him in uh The guy who gives a graveyard. you the... What's it called? Oh, I forget the name. Like, too much detail. Like, that yeah. term for it. Fucking hate that kid. D- uh, you're talking about exposition? There we go. Yeah. He, Itashi is hardcore. Like, I get it. You don't need... Like, when people complain about it in, like, movies or TV shows, I'm always just like, it's whatever. This yeah. show is just, like, down your throat. They don't think you're smart at all. They they know you're just a baby. Uh, speaking on the comparisons between this one and the original series, uh, one of the things that's very jarring for me is the voices. Because, one, a good chunk of the voice actors, all, they also did those voices in the original one. However, back in 2001... The approach to voicing characters was a lot different because now you hear, um, I forget her name. Is it like Anne or Anna? Which one? The, 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 the girl character that comes in that is Yo's fiance. Yeah, it's Anne. I think, I think it's Anne. Yeah. Her voice now, so jarring. Very similar to the original series, but like it, it almost feels like it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. It feels like the direction with some of like the the voices is just not right. The main character is played by the same dude who played him in the original, the dude with Volcut. I don't know about Yo, but the dude with Okay, Volcut, I was about yeah. to say Yo sounds like a girl. No, um and one of the things too that is very uh it makes it very obvious the time period that like the source material was written, right? It's not just the fact that the character designs look like something that would have only come out of like the, late 90s yeah. early 2000s but it's also some of the shots because when they first show yo he's doing that like almost stereotypical like shoujo kind of like mm-hmm. character introduction right where you get this mysterious character and he's like sitting up on a hill in the moonlight just staring out and you get that lingering shot of him from the side like something at a fucking sailor moon yeah and there are so many bits like that where it's just like it it almost feels like the point is to be like, like you're actually looking at them, like you're spying on somebody, basically. Yeah, which is something again you would see a lot in in anime like Sailor Moon, which came out roughly around the same time, a bit like, earlier than that, but still. Kids can be like, I can look like that guy. Mom, give me some headphones. Let me cut off the wire so you can't tell because he he listens to music, but there's nothing connected. You know, it's really weird too. Hmm, that he's always around without a shirt. Like his shirt, his chest is always exposed. Yeah, he always has. He has a he has a button down that he has always open. But no, not that. Um, it's on the headphones thing, right? Always wearing them for some reason. Nobody ever has to go out of their way to get his attention. 
Yeah. Which leads me to believe there's nothing playing in those headphones. Dude, that, and he had these even when he was a kid. Yeah. These same he exact just, headphones. He just wears them for no fucking reason. And, like, that's the big screaming point. It's like, this is early 2000s. Yeah. That's that's early 2000s character design. That's right up there with uh, um, Jet Set Radio. And fucking Ty. From, oh, yeah, Ty from Digimon had the goggles that and he, the big he ass also glove. barely wore. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the big gloves and the and like the the, the big, big shoes. shoes. Yeah, but I I don't know. This is like one where I don't they. I feel like they should have did what uh one the creator for One Punch Man did, where his drawings are hella shitty, but then they go get an actual studio. Yeah. To make One Punch Man, they should have done that because the way it looks, like this is only an appeal to an older generation, and then once they're watching, they're like. You know what? My my childhood was kind of trash. I don't want to watch this. You know what is uh one of the strangest things for me? Because I, I watched the original Shaman King. The original Shaman King. Um the art style is in this current one is how I remember the original one looking, but then I was like, that's weird. Let me go back. Let me let me go on YouTube, let me let me watch a clip from the old one and I was like whoa this one kind of looks like shit compared to the new one yeah. and what I realized is it's the same art style and like direction as the old one and then also the manga but like utilizing a lot of modern techniques so it's got this weird like anachronism going on with it where the art direction is very very like late 90s mm-hmm. but the actual production quality is very modern yeah. so like the backgrounds are way more detailed mm. the animation is generally smoother and like the the actual emotiveness of the characters it's done in a different way because we just do things differently now yeah before you were able to get away with like a lot of the blockier faces uh and the really super exaggerated shit and nowadays you know it's a little bit more fine i guess i think for so me it's just weird for the visuals, I don't like none of the way the main characters look. Like Yo, like his fiance, and then the short kid. They don't explain why he's that short. I don't know if he's just like a dwarf or something. No, it's, he's just a kid. And like, I don't like them because like one of the bad guys that you see in episode three, she looks normal. The, his his spirit. Person. I don't know if I would say she looks normal, dude. She looked better than the other the other. She three looks kids. like she fits more in like again in more of like a modern art style. Yeah, sure. Because the like, the main three look characters normal. look fucking dog. You know what shit. they look like? They look like okay. Um, they look like those. Uh, you want to be an inspiring artist? Here's this book that teaches you how to draw no, manga. No. Uh, the face is a little bit. But what it reminds me of are those uh, little, those shitty little figurines you get out of like the little plastic balls mm-hmm. in in those like toy vending machine things. I forget yeah. what they're called. Capsule machines. Capsule machines. There we go. But the ones specifically, the ones you would get around like two thousand and four at yeah. like the Chuck E. Cheese or something. Like they almost feel like Codename Kids Next Door characters. Almost. And there's like a similar like direction there where they're like weirdly kind of wide and small and like their proportions are all yeah, fucked up. Yeah, they're almost chibi but not yeah. chibi. Like yo really bugs me. Yeah. What I will say is as 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 a fan of like the original one. Um I like this one. I like it because it feels like that one. Uh however, I, I, I like feel like it enough because it's similar to the early 2000s like Zatch Bell where it's like Yes. Zatch Bell is like 
this is annoying little shit, but I want to see him get to the end. Yeah. But this is one where it's just like episode three with the girl, the one that I said looks normal, you don't think looks normal. I was like, if it's more of her, I'll continue to watch because she looks to me normal-ish. But like the rest of the guys, it's just like the little guy. What's his name? Minna? Fucking. Um, uh, Mana. I fucking hate him. Manta. Manta. Fucking hate him. His his design is like the most annoying thing. It, I don't know who's worse, that guy or the fucking Igor from Masters of the Universe, the weird like wizard guy. Oh, I forget it. I'm forgetting. I'm blanking on his name right now, but I know who you're talking about. Um, fun fact: Manta, the main character, was not named Manta in the original series. He's named that in the manga, but when they they translated, dubbed everything over for English, they were like, oh. People aren't going to know how to say Manta. Guess what his name was? Mike? Morty. Morty? His name was Morty. He looks like a Morty. He looks like a Morty. He <laughs> hella does. But over, I can't recommend, like, I can and can't recommend this. Like, if you want to look what, if you're trying to show this to your younger sister or someone who's not into anime, you can show them, like, this is how it used to be. You can show this show and then show fucking, like, my hero and, like, look how far we've come Honestly, or, or something else like to where it's like, wow, you can really tell the gen or generational difference between yeah. back in the day to now. To me, this, this appeals to two people, right? Two different kinds of people. One people who are, are sort of like really nostalgic for, for that sort of early anime vibe. Right. And the other people would be people who are like just sort of getting into anime because it does very much have that feel of like, uh, like a first anime, you know? It feels like something that's like a good, soft introduction to the sort of like the general tropes of like a shonen type anime. But it is very clearly marketed towards kids, and that's, I think, the perfect audience for it. Yes. If I had a kid, I'd, if I had a kid and I was like, oh, let me, let me watch a show with them. Let's, let me see if I could plant that seed of liking anime with them. I don't think I feel I'd like choose. it'd be like, all right, little little Jeff. I don't know what the fuck I would name my kid. Little Jeff. Clearly Salvador. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, here's your bowl of Cheerios. Let's watch Shaman King together. I wouldn't choose Shaman I would, King. I would, I would choose Zatch Bell 100% of the time. Zatch Bell is cool, but like, I'm talking about like something. The reason why I say that it would work for somebody who's into anime, like barely getting into anime, is A, Again, it goes over sort of the, the general tropes and what you can expect from a shonen anime. It's a very good introduction to that. But also, it still looks modern. The character design does the, not. Like the spirits look like the yeah. spirits look good. Yeah. The main three characters, no. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like the characters, that's very clearly a dated sort of character design. But the actual animation and and everything else is still very modern where like I feel like somebody getting into anime right now who who isn't maybe as aware of what the anime space was like in 2003 whatever yeah. would probably be able to digest that a lot easier we can't because we're comparing it to what we remember as kids yeah i didn't watch shaman king i'm glad i didn't watch shaman king growing up it wasn't until like i i remember watching shaman king as a kid i even have drawings that i did of shaman king when i was like i don't know 12 or something i don't know when this fucking yeah. show came out but um for years, I was like, that was a good show. I don't remember what it was about. <laughs> and then I, I started watching this one, and, like, it all came back to me, like, 
fucking the whole show. And then I thought about it for a second and I was like, this explains why I like why I was just so fucking into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure when it came out. Yeah. It's the same show. Yeah. It's a kid friendly version. It's it's substantially less gay. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore. But it's like it's kind of the same concept, right? Like you get that instead of you know, instead of stands, they're they're ghosts. But in effect, they do the same thing. It's just mm-hmm. two ghosts fighting each other while two assholes who are controlling the ghosts yell insults and talk about friendship. That's <laughs> just JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah. except the ghosts aren't named things like Guns and Roses and <laughs> Motley Crue. They're just named like Steve and, you know, whatever the fucking samurai guy's name was. Yeah, but overall... I don't know. I feel very mixed about this, so I'm just gonna. If I continue watching, I'll I'll say something. But overall, yeah. I I'm mixed about this. You feel one. like middle of the road. Yeah, like I can't hate it, but then I can't like it. So five, so mm, far, like like a four, because five is like middle of the road. Because there's there's some issues I have with mm. it. So like a four and a recommendation, just eh. See, I would say, I would say it's like a seven for me. But only because of everything else I've just said. Mm-hmm. You know, if I were new to the franchise, then maybe it would be lower. But, you know, I feel like as far as the audience they were expecting, I would be a part of that audience. Yeah. Which is people who watched the original one and liked it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'd say like a seven. Would I recommend it? To specific people, yes. But I, I don't think I would blanket recommend it because it, it does kind of feel like. A, a show that's meant for like little kids to start liking anime, you know? Yeah. And then the last one, Sunny Boy. Yeah, which there was a th- I don't know if you noticed this, but there was like a a slight theme to these animes. All of them animation-wise are very different. Yeah. Humongously different. Yeah. And it didn't hit me until I was watching Sunny Boy. It was just like the animation for Sunny Boy is almost so simplistic that it's kind of dumb. I honestly, I really like the vibe for it. I feel like it it does exactly what it needs to do, right? Because like it's not quite so limited in animation that I could say that it's like a slideshow, like um, mm-hmm. uh, oh. house, house husband. Yeah, wait, house, house husband. husband. There we go. But it's it's not fluidly animated. No, there, there are so many shots, right, where like somebody's drinking something there's like a shot where you get a close-up with somebody drinking like orange juice out of a bottle or something and then there's also other times where characters just drink stuff and then like you see them and they like tip the the bottle towards themselves and rather than the the liquid fluidly going down it goes down in chunks like you're playing minecraft (laughs) and if it were like any other vibe i'd be like that's fucking annoying but yeah. it works for this one yeah it like, works for this one like this is a very disjointed kind yeah, of all exactly. over the place anime like i know we really haven't been giving you summaries for it but all the movie one you just have to watch Straightforward. it i mean shaman it's, king, it's just like monster hunter hunt monsters that's yeah it. and then shaman king like we said, talked about JoJo's. yeah we really talk about is what the, the show is yeah and then this he one wants to be king of the shamans but it's tiny jojo's and then the Sunny Boy this is so weird. It's so weird that it actually affected me in real life where I went to sleep and had a nightmare where I lost my girlfriend in a dimension and I was looking for her and I woke up <laughs> so sad because whenever I have dreams like that, 
where anything happens to Britney or I do something that would affect Britney, I wake up so upset and it's just like, what the fuck? Really? I've had yeah. I've had multiple dreams where I'd be like, like Fernanda, I had a dream he died in a car accident. <laughs> But I'll just be like laughing, and it's not because I want her to. It's just because it's like that was fucking weird, dude. If I had a dream like that, I'd fucking wake up devastated. I would immediately text her and be like, "What the fuck?" You would have to check in on her, like, "Yeah, Are you fine." Yeah, because when I for this one, like, I woke up and I told her like, "I had a dream that I lost you in a dimension. And I was looking for you, and I just I was like, she's like, what the fuck? What did the show do to me?'" Maybe, maybe that's just the difference, though, right? Like, you do not live with your girlfriend. No. So if I have a dream like that. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, shit. I just look to my right and I'm like, no, she's still here. Yeah. Whereas like if, if you know, she was out on vacation or I was out of town for some reason and then I had a dream where like, yeah, she went missing or died. There'd be that part of my brain that was like, was that a dream or or was it a premonition? Let me call her, see how she's doing. Yeah. So I get that part. Yeah. So this one is also, it's so fucking weird. We just like how there was a slight theme about all these being different animation, the same thing kind of follows where we can't really talk about it because it's more of a mystery, but at the same time, no one knows what the fuck's going on. To be fair, this is one of the few mystery things uh, that we've shows that we've seen where I can confidently say that I could detail all three episodes and nothing would really constitute a spoiler yeah because each episode is kind of its self-contained story but it's still ongoing at the same time yeah i really do like okay so essentially the story consists of uh, a, a school a bunch of kids in a school that just seemingly disappears from from regular reality and is surrounded by like a black void but for the first episode yeah, for the first episode but it's slowly sinking into the black void and there's one character who is finding portals out of, like, into different places. And the whole show surrounds them trying to figure out how to get back to, like, the real world. Every time they're ending an episode, I really like the way that they, they transition between episodes. Because they give you, like, 0.5% of the next episode at the end. Mm-hmm. Because the, the first episode, they're going through the void... And then one of the girls is, is like, it's this way and just fucking leaps for it and winds up dragging the main character into it. And then they land in the water and they realize like, oh, it's not a black void. That's just what it looks like when you're inside. Mm-hmm. We're currently in the ocean next to an island that doesn't have any other land near it. And we're also aware that we're not back home. Like this is not this is not an ocean that is on Earth. Yeah. So they do that for the the first one. And then for the second one, they do a similar thing too, where they're like, portal to a new world, five seconds of it. And then yeah. and then it starts the the third episode right there. So like obviously this is not this one's not on Netflix. This is on Funimation, right? Yeah, Funimation. If it were on Netflix and it had that like you can skip the intro thing, those would actually probably line up pretty well. Where you where like I could see this being one where if it had that feature you could fall asleep watching the anime and then wake up and then be like, I was only out for like five minutes. Yeah. I didn't see the trend. There's no clear transition point here. And then you realize like, wait, I've been watching for like two hours. This is, that's also a thing. This is a very, very good one. Yeah. This one's good. I, so I watched, uh, the first episode on Thursday and then I watched, uh, the, the other two yesterday and I wanted so much 
to watch, like, because there's five episodes out now. I wanted to watch the rest of them, but I was like, no, nah, I can't because I have to come in for the for the review thingy, yeah. the preview thingy that we do, uh, only knowing the, the bare minimum. So I, I didn't, but I really fucking wanted to. Yeah, this one's hella good. And like we're saying, like, each episode is kind of its own thing. Yeah. And it touches points where some of these kids have superpowers. Actually, yeah. Yeah, some of these kids have superpowers. And it's also kind of like, it's not a Lord of the Flies kind of thing where it's like the strong are picking on the weak. They're all trying to work together. But at the same time, it also kind of. There is a, a small group of students who very much feel like they want to start a Lord of the Flies kind yeah. of situation. Uh, they're dicks. Yeah. And they're, uh, there's also like some kind of like social commentary. Like the yeah. third episode, some people were just turning, they were freezing and then you end up finding out that's like, oh, no one pays attention to me. Why, why, what's the point? Well, each episode has like its own little message. Yeah. Because the first one, um, when they're surrounded by the black void, that's sort of them just organizing themselves. And, uh, you, a good part of it concerns, how they decide to distribute the um, sort of like power structure and then also how blindly a lot of the students will just go along with what they're told out of fear, not necessarily because it's something that they believe they should do. A lot of you hear in that episode, a lot of students just repeating like, well, it's the rules, Mm -hmm. but it's the rules. I know you guys want to do it, but what? But but it's the rule. It's that's against the rules. Maybe we should. But it's you know, and it's just a lot of like it, it, that one. Very much has that vibe to me of like it's trying to tell you like yeah, you shouldn't blindly follow what other people say. No, because like it, the characters that seem to blindly follow what this little student council group has decided, uh, they don't get anything out of it. No, and it, it doesn't lead them to figuring their way out of there. It's once that the some of the main characters decide, like, "Fuck you, we're gonna do what we want," that they start figuring things out more. Yeah, and this, because this one does go to show, like you're saying, don't follow the leader. Because uh, I went to watch Suicide Squad the other day, yeah. and one of the people I was with, they barely get to know me. Yeah, so they asked me how the movie was, and I was like, you know what? It was like a two. I was joking. Yeah. I'm pretty sure anyone who knows me would have known that I was joking. It bothered this person so much that the next day they they told someone else and they're like, why was the movie a two? And I read the message as, oh, why? What was it part two? Yeah. So I was explaining, like, oh, you know, the first one did really, really bad. And the person just responds like, okay. And then I, and then I read the message and I was like, oh, the question is, why I thought the movie was a two that my input in like it bothered them throughout the night and a good chunk of the day yeah that they needed to know why <laughs> it was a two for me and it's yeah. just like why does it why does it matter it's like, like bro, form your own opinion who yeah. gives a shit if somebody else thinks it's not as good yeah I was one I was joking and two it's just like yeah, even again, if you weren't joking who cares yeah it's like did you make the movie? Like, were you, were you part of this movie? <laughs> Other, like, I, that would be the only reason I could understand someone being, like, upset. Because it's yeah. like, I worked so hard on this. There's yeah. blood, sweat, and tears in there. And you you don't, like, what, what what needs to be improved? But it's like... Yeah, but if fuck? you're like, hmm, I have to wait for other people's opinion before I decide whether or not I like this movie. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are like that. Yeah. So I can't really blame this person. Yeah. 
But uh, overall, this is one I would highly recommend. Highly if you want to get mind fucked, mm-hmm. this is the good one. This I'm probably gonna keep the keep watching this. I'm one. definitely gonna keep watching. I'm actually probably gonna start watching it again once I get home. Bro, that's what you said about Odd Taxi. I continued that one a little bit. I haven't finished it yet though. Exactly. But uh, I, you I weren't ready for that. the recap. No, I wasn't. In my defense, a like a lot of shit has happened over the last three weeks. I have not yeah. had. I I I had to do the thing for the job, and then mm-hmm. I got the the second dose, and that fucked me up for like several days. And then just this last week, my car got totaled. Everything <laughs> has yeah. been conspiring against my ability to fucking watch anime. It's also one of the reasons why the episodes have been inconsistent. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that on me. I haven't gotten things out on time. Mm-hmm. But uh, in my defense, uh, I am a real life human, and things happen to real life humans sometimes. And that gets us off track sometimes, but yeah. Overall, yeah, it's a highly recommended. So yeah. far, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is like a nine. Yeah, I give it an eight so far because spoiler alerts for Odd Taxi and Godzilla, they they both kind of just Odd Taxi had a more of a satisfying ending, but they Godzilla both just end. Godzilla singular point it was it just ends and it's just like what the fuck. Yeah, it was going from a high nine to just like a fucking seven because mm-hmm. of that ending. So I don't know. For me right now, that's an eight. It might go down or might go up to nine, but we'll see. This one, the only reason why I say it's a nine is because like, I I literally only have one complaint, and it it may actually be ironed out by just watching the show a little bit more. Yeah, it's about one of the characters, but I don't want to say anything because I feel like that would actually cross into spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, beyond that. I don't really have anything to complain about with this one. It's just good. Yeah. Once again, thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Remember that you can follow us uh, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can find all those links through our website, nakamapod.com. That's N-A-K-A-M-A-P-O-D dot C-O-M. Yeah, I always people always have a hard time figuring out how to spell Nakama, and it's just like literally sound it out. Like, I'm not good at spelling, and if you were to tell me, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I can spell that. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for the episode.